places, but boy, I've come too far. Amen? Boy, I tell you, you ain't never going to convince me, amen, that God can't handle anything I'm going through. Somebody say, why is that? Amen, because he's done brought me through so much. Hey, but I've come too far to look back. Hey, Amen. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going back to the world. Hey, Amen. I'm not. I'm not walking away from God. Somebody say Amen right there. He's done answer. He's done answer just too many of my prayers. Amen. Amen. That's right. But he's done that. He didn't answer just one too many. He done answered a whole bunch too many. Amen. In my life. Amen. For me to turn my back on him now. Hallelujah. Everybody, what a good God we serve. Amen. That's right. We've come too far, church. Amen. That's right. To turn away from him now. Amen. I tell you what, I love him tonight. Boy, I appreciate the Lord. Y'all pray for us. Amen. I just got something, a little something on my heart. I want to help us tonight. Amen. First Timothy. First Timothy chapter number one. Amen. I don't know how long we'll be in First Timothy. Might just be in it tonight. But I'm going to do my best to obey the Lord. Amen. I hope it will help us tonight. I know. I know one thing, but if we'll listen to God, we'll get help. I ain't talking about me. I'm talking about him. Amen. Amen right there. I'm telling you what a great God we serve. Boy, hallelujah. Boy, I'm just, I'm just, boy. (laughs) Glad to be in the Lord's house tonight. Amen. First Timothy chapter number one. And Paul's right here. Amen. I know a lot of people we talk about this a book to pastors, and, uh, and I understand that. Amen. Young young people, young pastors, young preachers, young ministers, understand all that. But there's a whole lot of good in this right here that'll help the whole church if we'll listen to it. Amen. Amen. So y'all pray for us tonight. Amen. Bible said in verse number one, amen, in, in, in 1 Timothy chapter one, verse one, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Amen. I don't, my hope ain't anchored in this world, brother. Amen. My hope ain't in Washington. It ain't in, it ain't in the federal government. Amen. My hope, my hope ain't in the Federal Reserve. Amen. My hope's in Jesus Christ. Amen. My hope goes beyond anything in this world. Hey, has got for me. Somebody say amen. I'm glad my father, amen, he owns the cattle of a thousand hills. I'm telling you, buddy, there ain't nothing my God can't supply tonight. What a great hope we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Boy, hallelujah, amen. Ain't you glad of that tonight? When troubles come your way, you just hang, you just hang on to the unchanging hand of God and let him lead you through the dark times. Let him lead you through the dry times. Let him lead you through the valley, hallelujah. Amen right there. Let him put your hope in the Lord Jesus Christ and don't look back to the things of this world. Amen, that's right. But I tell you, if we ever get our eyes focused, Amen. If you ever woke up, amen, and you and you start looking and maybe that things is a little blurry and you just got to blink a little bit, amen, and wipe your face and, and get your eyes focused. And when that happens, when they get focused or, or you get your glasses on, you begin to see things clearly, right? Amen. Boy, I'm telling you what, if you get your eyes focused on the Lord, you'll begin to see things clearly. Is everybody okay? Amen right there. And so in verse number two, it says, Unto Timothy, my own son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. As I besought thee 
to abide still at Ephesus when I went into Macedonia that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine. He said, what you need to do, Tim, you need to stay put. Right? That's what he's saying. I charge you to stay there. Amen. And, and charge others. I mean, in, other words, in other words, help others, teach others. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? He said, I charge you to stay there. I, I, he said, now listen to this. He said, I besought thee to abide still in Ephesus when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine. Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith so do. Amen? It's time, it's time preachers get back to preaching the Bible. Is everybody all right? I mean, we're living in a day and time when everybody wants to be a, some kind of great philosopher or great teacher, amen. And I understand where there's, there's a time for teaching and a place for teachers, amen, within the church. Somebody say amen. But I'm telling you what, buddy, pastors and preachers better get back to hammering down the gospel. Amen. The word of God. Preaching. Amen. Preaching is what gets the job done. It's what's always got the job done. Now I'm telling you now, in 2023, it'll still get the job done. It'll still, it'll still bring conviction on sinners. It'll still bring them to the Lord. It'll still help those that are struggling. It'll still feed the hungry. It'll still give water to the thirsty. Is everybody okay? Preaching is what gets the job done. Amen. Everybody wants a soft-spoken teacher because they want to feel comfortable in their sin. But he said, listen, we need to get back, we need to, get back to preaching. Amen. We don't need to get back. We, we need to get away from all this other stuff. He said, now the end, verse number five, of the commandment is charity. Out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and of faith unfeigned from which some having swerved. Uh-oh. Well, you be careful not to swerve. Is everybody all right? You be careful not to swerve. Amen? We ride down the road, a little varmint run out in front of us. If we ain't careful, we'll swerve to miss them. Right? And we're liable to wreck. I was teaching... I was teaching Grace, how teaching my girls how to drive. I was teaching Grace how to drive. We pulled, I took them up to the house chapel. We were riding around the parking lot, around the parking lot, around the parking lot. I said, all right, get out on the road now. Okay. She gets out on the road, Brother Tiny. Little road running up beside the church there. And here she goes, Miss Amanda. She's driving 20 miles an hour. I said, that's good. Little squirrel runs out in front of us, about far from here to the door. I said, okay, she's going to stop. She's driving. Little squirrel stops right in front of her. She's driving. She didn't swerve. She didn't break. Poor little squirrel didn't make it. <laughs> I said, Grace, what in the world are you doing? I said, didn't you see that squirrel? She said, yeah, but I wasn't about to swerve. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? She
she was just learning. But, but we, we, need to, we, need to, we need to follow God like that. Amen. There's a lot of them done swerved off on, off on the side of the road somewhere, swerved off in a ditch. Amen. No longer following the right word of God. Changed their Bibles. Everybody okay? Everybody all right? Amen right there. But he said, he said, listen, some have swerved. Turned aside under vain jangling. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Boy, they, they think because they talk a lot. Amen. They think because they, they, can, they, can, they can quote this or quote that. Amen. It makes them sound smart. Vain jangling. Just useless words to a child of God. Amen. That's struggling and needs to hear something from God. Is everybody okay? I'm not trying to build up Brother Tracy. I'm not trying to build up my name. I'm trying to build up his name. Because he said if he be high and lifted up, Brother Eric, he'd draw all men unto him. That's what I want to see. I want to see men come to Christ. I want to see lost folks hit the altar and get saved. I want to see folks that's backslid on God come back to him. Amen. I say, we need to lift him up tonight. It's not about lifting up this one or that one or this preacher or that preacher. It's all about him. Glory to God. When it gets to where it ain't about him, you might as well shut the doors and go to hell. Woo! It's preaching time. Is everybody all right? Well, we better start lifting him up again. Amen. In our hearts and in our lives, in our churches, we better get back to lifting up Jesus. Hey, in our pulpits across America, they better get back. Amen to lifting up him and making it about him. And he'll draw them. He'll draw them. Amen. I ain't, enough, I, I ain't got power to, I ain't got no power to save nobody. But the name of Jesus. Amen. There's where the power's at. The blood of Christ has all the power a sinner needs. Is everybody okay? To wash away all their sin. Amen. I, I got to go on now. He said, verse 6, from which some, having swerved, have turned aside unto vain, jangling, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor whereof they affirm. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. <laughs> Boy, this country's in a mess, and I know what he's talking about here. And, and, and the laws in this country are good. They've just got away from using them lawfully. Amen. They don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't enforce the laws in this country like they should. And I know what he's talking about here, the laws of God. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Amen. And it's not how much of a law I know and how much I can live by. Amen. And we, and, and we know the law. I, listen to this. This, this is going to mess y'all, some of y'all up. It's in the scripture. The law is spiritual. Everybody all right? Yeah, if you're a real good Bible scholar, you'd know it's in there. Preached on that before, too. Is everybody okay? Amen. That's right. Amen. And the law, he said, should we do away with it? He said, God forbid. We need to, we need to, we need to apply it lawfully in our lives, individually. Amen. I can't live it for you. It's up, it's up to you, amen, to, to study your Bible. Read the Word of God, find out what it says, and live by it. Hear what the preacher says. If he's in the Word, if he's in the Word, and it's coming from God, you need to heed to it. So listen to what he said now. 
Verse 8, but we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. Knowing this, verse 9, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient. Uh-oh, here we go. For the ungodly and for sinners. For unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for men slayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons. And listen to this. And if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, sound doctrine, what is truth? What is right? Amen? That's sound. Doctrine. What is being taught. This scripture. This scripture. Of what we teach at, at, here at Calvary Baptist Church. What is being taught through this King James Bible. Is sound doctrine. It cannot be denied. You can, you can try to dispute it. You'll be wrong. This Bible is always correct. The word of God is always right. This scripture is sound doctrine. And see, the problem, the problem when people get away from sound doctrine, Brother Richard, is when they, is when they don't want to offend nobody or they, or they start teaching and preaching their own thoughts and ideas or they get some other man's manuscript and they go by that more than they go by the scripture. Somebody say amen. You can never go wrong teaching and preaching and living by the Bible. Amen right there. Oh, yeah. Amen right there. And we've had some great men that's come through this world, that's through America, some great men of God, some great founding fathers, had, had a lot of good things, a lot of good sayings. I'm not talking about that. What I'm telling you, though, amen, is anything that goes contrary to sound doctrine. What's that? Contrary to the word of God? Amen, he said it's wrong. And a child of God don't need to partake. Amen goes right there. If you're living outside, amen, the boundaries of this book right here, amen, you need to get right with God and you need to get inside of the covers of this Bible in the scripture. Everybody okay? Amen right there. That, that's sound doctrine. Amen. And so he said, I want you to understand that the, the law is for those and, and judgment's coming down on those. That's what the law brought was judgment and justice and chastisement. Is everybody all right? The law brings rebuke. It points out our failures. Is everybody okay? Our sin, if you will. Somebody say amen. He said, I want you to understand, this is what it's for in anything. After he, after he gives a good long list, amen, of everything, of a lot of things that we shouldn't be doing, he gives a list, amen, y'all get mad at me, but man, Paul named a bunch of sin. Yeah. Folks get mad at the preacher when he names sin. Is everybody all right? You know, like drinking, fornicating. Is everybody okay? Lying, cheating, stealing. Well, folks are getting mad about that. Amen, but Paul calls it out. Is everybody Okay. Amen. And then sometimes all you got to do as a preacher is just read what he said and they still get mad. 
But then he went a, he went a step further. Amen. Because I couldn't stand up here and name every single sin that everybody in here has done. I just couldn't do it. I just could I, I'm, I'm not that smart. Amen. I'm not that not that knowledgeable. Not that good of a preacher. None of that. And but Paul covers it all. He covers everything. Anything, anything you can think about that sin, he covers it with this statement. Anything that's contrary to sound doctrine. Anything that this Bible is against. And this is what gets me. People say, oh, I wouldn't go to church, but they're against everything. I'm only against what this is against. And I'm for everything this is for. Is everybody all right? People say, man, why don't you ever preach a message about love? Okay, here you go. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Is everybody all right? Amen. Amen. Your problem, friends, you love the world. Amen right there. Amen goes right there. You want a love message? I'll give you a love message. You won't like it. Is everybody okay? But Paul, Paul, he, he begins to name sins. And if I got up here and started naming sin and I called the one out in your life, your attitude would be probably, oh, he's, he's just throwing stones. But Paul said anything contrary to say anything contrary to the word of God. That's what he's saying. Because that's what sound doctrine is. Amen, it's true. That's what sound is, true. A doctrine is instruction. Amen, it's information. It's the teaching. It's this book right here. This, this precious, precious word of God. It ought, it ought to direct our life and our steps. When we, have a, when we have a situation in our life, we ought to look here for the answer. Amen. I promise you, you can find it. It might not be the one you want, but it's in here. He said, anything contrary, any other thing con that is contrary to sound doctrine, verse 11, according, see, y'all didn't know I was in the, still in the scripture. To the glorious gospel of the blessed God. Somebody say amen. amen. Which was committed. Wow. What an honor. Preachers. Deacons. Sunday school teachers. Parents. What an honor. Was committed. To my trust, Paul said, the gospel was committed unto me. And listen to this. He said, and I thank Christ, verse 12. And I think, thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who hath enabled me, who hath enabled me, for that he counted me faithful. Faithful, listen to this, putting me into the ministry. And that's, that's now he's going to expound on the ministry and what God did and how he got put in it. Who was before, listen to this child of God, those that think they live their life so wicked and ungodly that God can't use them. Listen to this. Paul said God put me in the ministry. He counted me faithful and he put me in the ministry. What's the ministry? That's what, that's what preachers do. But the ministry, when I looked that up in the Hebrew, the first part of the ministry, this is in there, this is what it says, attendance. And then it says, as a servant. 
an aid for service. And then it goes on to talk about the ministry. And that's where we get into preaching. Amen. But the ministry, the ministry, God, when God saved you, amen, you were put into the ministry, maybe not as so much as a preacher, but as to begin to learn about the church and the, and the workings of the church and the doctrine of the Bible and the will of God for your life. And the first part of your ministry is simple attendance down at the house of God. He put you into ministry, amen. And the very first part of a ministry, of your ministry in your life, when you get saved, amen, is going to church faithfully. Is everybody okay? Oh, I'm right, amen. I, I, I want to make sure. So listen to what he said. Who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious. I mean, Paul said, listen, I persecute the church. I blasphemed God. I lived wicked and ungodly. I perjured. Amen. I made up lies on people. I told things that wasn't so. I lied. Amen. And knowed I was lying when I lied. I perjured myself. Amen. I wouldn't tell the truth just so I could get something over on somebody. I mean, you better understand what kind of man he was. And people go through life. Amen. They think they're too wicked for God to use. They think they're too, they're too, they've done too much in their past. Let me tell you something. Amen. God, God came, and we're going to read it. Amen. For the sinner. Amen. He didn't die for the righteous. Listen to this. Do you know that Jesus went home and ate with sinners? Is everybody hearing me? Jesus, Jesus went home and he ate with sinners. He came for those that were broken. The woman was caught in the very act of adultery. The very act of adultery she was caught in. They brought her and threw her down before Jesus. Is everybody listening? Right, am I right? And he said, hey, they said the law said we ought to stone her. They wasn't using it lawfully. I mean, they, they wasn't a sense, but... But that, their motive was wrong. So what they do? What they what Jesus do? He started writing in the sand. Is everybody all right? They said, they said, hey, we called her in the very act of adultery. The law, the scripture says to stone her. Jesus, what do you say? She's wicked and ungodly. Amen. They all had their hands filled. Is everybody all right? And all Jesus said was, you that's without sin, cast the first stone. Everybody okay? Is everybody all right? What did what's the Bible say? What's the Bible say? They started, they started from the eldest, the oldest one there. Every one of them dropped their stones and left. And what did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? Where are thine accusers? Have they not have they not condemned thee? She said, No, Lord. He said, okay, I don't condemn you either. But Jesus didn't say, okay, now go out and continue to live your life wicked and ungodly and live it like a devil. Somebody say amen right there. Continue to do the things you're doing. No, that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, go and sin no more. Amen goes right there. And they, they looked at Jesus and said, hey, he goes and eats with sinners. You better believe it. He came to where I was at when I was lost and on my way 
God's home with sinners. Paul was wicked. Paul said he found me faithful and put me in the ministry. God came to where you was at. You was lost on your way to hell. You was wicked and ungodly. And he saved you and put you in the ministry. Found something about you that was faithful. Maybe he didn't call you to preach. But listen to this. This is what he said. He said, who was before blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious? But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. Everything I'd done before I got saved. You hear me? Everything I'd done before I got saved was under the blood. I did it ignorantly in unbelief. I mocked the church. I made fun of preachers. Are you hearing me? I cursed God. I was a pretty rough character. Amen? But I'd done it ignorantly in unbelief. And I obtained mercy. And there's been a few things, Brother Darrell, since I've been saved, that I knew better. I'm, a, I'm the only one. I knew better. And I've done it anyhow. Then I read over there where I've got an advocate with the Father. When that Holy Ghost come by my way, amen, amen I've done it anyway, and as soon as I've done it, I know it was wrong. Is everybody okay? Yeah. I got on my face before God. Might not have done it right away, but somewhere along the way, that conviction just kept building up in my heart. That conviction just kept building up on my spirit. Thank God for Holy Ghost conviction. That lets you know you're his. Because if you're without chastisement, you're a bastard, not a son. That's what the scripture says. That's not a cuss word. Is everybody okay? You don't belong to him if he don't chasten you. Because the scripture says, for those that he loves, then he chastises. Is everybody all right? God has a way of getting our attention. He has a way of getting mine. Now, if he don't ever get your attention, I, I... How many parents we got in here? Raise your hand. You're a parent. You are a mommy or a daddy. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Your child is running headlong into the fire or into the middle of traffic. I would imagine you know how to get their attention. Right? Would you know how to get their attention? If I had to pick up a rock and throw it and hit them in the back of the head and knock them down, that's better than them getting run over by 15 cars. Are you hearing me? I will get their attention. If I have to take a stick and throw it up through there and trip them up and make them fall, I would rather, I would rather doctor up skin up knees than go visit them in the morgue. Is everybody okay? I know how to get their attention. I know how to get my grandchildren's attention. Amen. Whenever they're, whenever they're running around or doing something, their mamas and daddies might not know how to get their attention. But Papa knows how to get their attention. Amen. How do you get there? I just get louder and louder. Amen, mom and daddy want to whisper. Amen, papa will yell and huff. Hey, hey, hey. Levi or, or Baden or White or Coco or, or, or Callie or, or whoever I'm hollering for at the moment. And if I see one of yours running somewhere, I'll holler at them too. Why? Because I don't want them to get hurt. Because I'm a papa. 
I don't, tell them, Paul. Quietest man in here, I guarantee you, buddy. He knows how to get them grandchildren's attention. Amen. God knows how to get our attention. Sometimes God has to get real loud with us. Right? We get, he gets our attention. And so he says this. Put him in the ministry, verse 12, who was before blasphemer and perjure, persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace, listen to this, the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Did you know he loved sinners? Did you know that Jesus loved sinners? Listen to this. I want to get down to this verse. This is Verse 15, a faithful saying, and worthy, worthy, worthy of all acceptation. Everybody ought to, needs, needs to hear this. That Christ Jesus came into the world to what? Save sinners. Hallelujah. To save sinners, listen to this, of whom I am chief. Brother Billy, if he could save the chiefest of sinners from a devil's hell and put him in the ministry, and not only put him in the ministry, but put him in such a, 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 a power that he would bring the gospel to us. Is everybody all right? He puts you in the ministry today saying, your first thing Amen is just simply coming to church. You remember, how many remember, I remember, Kyle Busby, I was so ignorant to church. I didn't know nothing about church. Brother Jesse, I knew nothing about church. I got saved. I mean, I wasn't in regular attendance before I got saved. I was worldly. I was ungodly. I mean, I was a drunk. I was a barroom brawler. All those things. Wicked. All I know, buddy, is when church doors open, I just wanted to be there. I had friends in the world, wicked and ungodly. They couldn't understand it. They couldn't understand it. They thought it strange that I did not run to that excess of riot with them anymore. That's scripture. They thought it strange that I no longer wanted to run to the bars and do the things I used to do. They thought it strange that something's happened to brother. Well, I, I wasn't brother. Something's happened to Puckett. What's wrong with him? He's acting strange and goofy. He, he don't drink, he don't cuss, he don't, he don't do the things we used to do. He don't even come around. And every time I, I call to find out where he's at, he, he's gone down there to the church somewhere. But I don't know what, he's, he's just strange. They thought I was crazy. They thought I lost my mind, but what they didn't realize is I found my mind. I found my sanity. I found the peace, amen, that I never had before. I found the joy, amen, that was unspeakable and full of glory, amen, that I never experienced before. I found out what true happiness was. I found out what acceptance was, amen, when Jesus came to where I was in my sinful state and he saved me. And he didn't ask for nothing. Nothing. And everybody thought it was strange. I had a sister. 
said, I'll give him 12 months. It'll never last. He'll be right back out there in the world doing what he's always done. It won't last. Well, honey, it might not, but it's been 32 years. You hear me and you hear me well. Hey, man, I'm just going to keep living for him. I, hey, Miss Linda, I've come too far. I've come too far to look back. Ain't nothing back there I need. Hallelujah. Amen. The moment I got saved, I came too far. Hallelujah. What'd you do? I come up out of death. Amen. And I come into life. I come up out of darkness. And I come into light. But I'm telling you right now, buddy, what he done for me, hey, I will praise him till the day I die. And it won't never be enough for what he's done for me. And I will fail him, I'm sure, till the day I die. Amen. The sins in my life now, they're not the same ones. They're not. I can't explain it. Other than the Holy Ghost moved me and I just started going to church. Like I told y'all the other week, ruffled a few feathers, but that's all right. I had a preacher preached against everybody. You hear me? Michael Dickens. He preached against going on vacation on Sunday. That's where I get it from. You hear me? He'd leave Sunday night after Sunday night service. Is everybody okay? He'd come back on Friday or Saturday. Is everybody all right? He's preaching that. Y'all think I made that up? Uh uh. That's Brother Michael Dickens. That's all him. Amen. He preached against rock and roll music. He preached against rap music. Amen. He preached against country music. Boy, that that country just knocked, knocked the breath out of me. Man, I can I shouted amen when he when he preached against rock and roll music, especially that new junk. Amen. But then he got on that old rock and roll. Mm. That just crushed me. Then he preached on that country music. Boy, that got the rest of everybody. Is everybody all right? Yeah, that's the way it looked the other Sunday when I said it. He preached against everything. Amen? He sure did. I'll just leave it right there. He said that Jesus, this faithful saying worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. He knew we were sinners when he saved us. He knows what we've done when he forgave us. You know what we got to do? We got to forgive ourselves sometimes. Amen. And when we mess up, we come back to him. He forgives us. Amen. He loves us. And he doesn't say, okay, I'm giving you a free ticket to sin. No, he says, go and sin no more because you know better. I ain't getting enough amen he says, go and sin no more because you know better. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> That's what he does to me. And so he says, how be it, listen to this, listen to this, for this cause I obtained mercy. Wow. I obtained mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might shew forth all long suffering for a pattern, listen to this, to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. That's salvation. He said, when I got saved, I got put in the ministry. 
When you got saved, you got put into ministry. He found you faithful. I want to ask you a question. When you got saved, amen, there was nothing better than Christ. There's nothing better than the church. He found you faithful then. He put you in the ministry. Might not be to preach. Maybe it's to sing. Maybe it's just to be faithful down to the house of God and pray for the preacher. Maybe it's just to show up, amen, and pay your tithes. Maybe it's just to show up to everything, amen, and, and, and help others and aid in everything that needs to be done around here. That's, that's part of the ministry. Right? And he says, this is, this is your part. He put us in the ministry for a reason. And as we grow in the ministry and we begin to learn, and we begin to hear the word of God being preached under the Holy Ghost anointing, and we begin to read our King James Bible, and we begin to start trying to line up with the word of God, and we start listening to the voice of God and hearing, amen, what the will of God is in our life, amen. Although others might not like it, family members might not like it, somebody say amen. But buddy, I mean, buddy, when we start trying to find out the will of God for our life, he begins to open other parts of the ministry to us. And we just begin to grow. And he found us faithful. Since I've been saved, Brother Eric, there's a few men, a few men right now, amen, that stayed faithful. They ain't, they ain't, they ain't swerved. They ain't wobbled. They ain't changed their Bible. They ain't changed their preaching style. Is everybody okay? They ain't changed their music. They ain't changed their doctrine. There's a few. There's a few. But I want to be one of them. I want to be one of them in, in 20 years, amen, when Ryder Busby to stand up and maybe say, hey, I remember that old preacher up there. He never wavered. He preached against everything. That's why my mom and daddy's still together because of what that preacher preached. Amen. Amen. Wouldn't that be a blessing? Wouldn't that be a blessing for that boy to stand up and say, my daddy, my daddy never wavered. My daddy was a deacon down at that church. He stayed faithful. But wouldn't that be a blessing, Paul Busby, for them to stand up and say, my papa, amen, was a deacon at that church for as long as I can remember all my life. He was always there. He never wavered. He never swerved. Wow. Is everybody okay? Well, wouldn't it be good, Troy, for that boy to stand up and say, my daddy, amen, he might not have been the most popular one, but man, he stayed faithful to the things of God down there at Calvary and done everything he could, and we was always there, and I met my wife down there, and I got married down there, and I got saved down there, and I got called to preach down there. Wouldn't that be something? And my papa, amen, he busted hide every time he got up. And never wavered. And there's that old deacon tiny over there. Amen. He was faithful. But God found us faithful. God counted us as faithful. And he put us in the ministry. We're at maybe different levels and different places. Some may be just starting off. But some's already built up. Is everybody okay? Oh, I know. It's kind of thin tonight. That's all right. Everybody ain't a preacher. Everybody ain't a singer. If you don't believe that, let me sing one and you'll find out. Everybody ain't a singer. Everybody can't play a piano. Brother Clark said, good Lord, how many piano players? When he was down here, he said, man, how many piano players y'all got? I said, we got a heap of them. Is everybody okay? I mean, I see, what, one, two, three, four, four, any more, five. Right here, right now, tonight. 
Well, what a blessing that is. Amen. Now we can get guitar players by the handful. Amen. I remember when we used to have a whole bunch. Then we had none. Now these little ones are coming. You know why? They've been put in the ministry. Been put in the ministry. Huh? Never know what God might do with you or your children if you just stay faithful. If you just stay faithful. Amen. God found us faithful. He put us here. Amen. Wow. <laughs> this didn't go none like I thought. I'm fixing to be done. Now unto the King eternal. Verse 17. Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible. Amen. The only, the only, the only wise God. You know what that tells me? Muhammad and the rest of them stupid. Because God's the only wise one. My God. That's right. He's the only God, period. Amen. So when they, when they come by and start talking about their God, say, well, your God's dumb. Because mine's the only wise God according to the scripture. Is everybody okay? Buddha. Everybody all right? That's right. They're all dumb, dead idols. And our God's a live, wise God. The only one. The only wise God be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Verse 18. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. And I just, I, you know what? I got to quit. Well, I'll be here the rest of the night. Amen. Talking about that. So tonight, what I, what I have preached, I will stand on, is sound doctrine. It lines up with the word of God. Period. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, and I don't care who's preaching it, it's not sound doctrine. Amen? might sound good, but it's not sound doctrine. Sound doctrine is this. So tonight, somebody come on to the piano. I just got to quit. I don't know. We might be back over there next week. We might be somewhere else. The Lord says, that's enough for tonight. I don't know your heart tonight. But don't worry so much about your past. Maybe things you've done. Because Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Amen. Amen. That's what he done. And you know what he said? He said, I would. I would. God's preference for your life your life, Mr. Amanda. He said, I would that you sin not. But if you do, and this is the best part about it, because the Bible says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of them. But if you do, we've got an advocate with the Father. He will take our case before God and plead the blood. Amen. But we have to be obedient. We have to be humble. We have to have a repentant heart. Are you hearing me? That's another message for another day. We can look at our past and say, the boy, I've done messed up. I did all these things. God could never use me. But Paul just showed us right here. Amen. That yes, the day
day you got saved, God put us in the ministry, finding us faithful. And the very first part about it is just being in attendance and be a willing vessel to aid and to serve down at your local church, the house of God. That's what he's talking about. Amen. I'm not too good to clean the toilets. I'm not too good to take out the trash. Tracy, you're the pastor. I know. I'm not too good to do those things. I will. I do. And I find it an honor to be able to do those things. Why? Because this is God's house. And this is the ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. I love you. I love you with everything in me. And more than that, Jesus loves you. So tonight, amen, I want her to play. I want you to stand to your feet. You need to come to the Lord. Talk to him. You can do that. <laughs>